Act Five of Jean Valjean, or The Shadow of the Law, a dramatization of Victor Hugo's Les Misérables in five acts, by H. C. Fulton. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Scene One, Rue Saint Denis, Barricade across, Insurgents. Enjolras, Gavroche, Javert, Eponine, in men's clothes, discovered, all armed. Enjolras to Gavroche. You are small. Nobody will see you. Go out of the barricade. Look about and tell me what is going on. Little folks is good for something, then. That is very lucky. I will go. Trust the little folks. Distrust the big. Points to Javert. You see that big fellow there? well he is a spy are you sure it isn't a fortnight since he pulled my ear when i was taking the air to javert who are you i see how it is well yes you are a spy i am an officer of the government your name is javert enjolras makes signs and javert is tied to post the mouse has caught the cat exit you will be shot ten minutes before the barricade is taken why not immediately we are economizing powder then do it with a knife spy we are judges not assassins firing at a distance enter gavroche over barricade here they are my musket do you want my carbine i want the big musket takes javert's noise without who is there French revolutionists. Fire! Firing. An insurgent falls. Disperse! Viva la République! Fire! Firing. Insurgents fire. National guards appear on barricade and are driven back. Some insurgents fall. A second morning. The barricade had been taken. Enter Marius with keg of powder and a torch. Fire! Insurgents fire. Marius placing keg near barricade. Be gone. National guards appear on barricade. One aims at Marius. Eponine rushes between. Soldier fires and Eponine falls. Be gone, or I will blow up the barricade. And yourself also. And myself also. Soldiers retreat. You came in good time. Without you, I'd been gobbled. They have taken Prouvaire prisoner. Vive la France! A shot. They have killed him. To Javert. Your friends have just shot you. Marius, watch the spy. Come. Exeunt over barricade, excepting Javert, Marius, Gavroche, and Eponine. Gavroche sits near Javert. Monsieur Marius. Marius looks about. Monsieur Marius, look at your feet. You do not know me. No. Eponine stooping to her how came you here what are you doing here i am dying you are wounded i will take you from here takes her hand oh have i hurt you a little but i only touched your hand eponine shows her hand with a hole through it what is the matter with your hand it is pierced pierced yes by what by a ball how did you see a musket aimed at you yes and a hand which stopped it that was mine what madness poor child the ball passed through my hand and went out through my back 
It is useless to take me from here. Sit down by me. Marius sits, and Eponine places her hand on his knee. Oh, how good it is! How kind he is! I don't suffer any more now. Do you know, Monsieur Marius, it worried me that you should go into that garden? It was silly, since it was I who had shown you the house. I ought surely to have known that a young man like you... You thought me ugly, didn't you? Nobody will get out of this barricade now. Do you remember the day I came into your room? I met you on the boulevard. How the birds did sing. Do you remember, Monsieur Marius? Oh, I'm happy. We are all going to die. Oh, it is coming back. I am stifling. Listen, I don't want to deceive you. I have a letter in my pocket for you since yesterday. I was told to put it in the post. I have kept it. I didn't want it to reach you. Take your letter. Marius takes letter. Now for my pains. Promise me. What? Promise me. I promise you. Promise to kiss me on the forehead when I'm dead. I shall feel it. Her head falls back. And then do you know, Monsieur Marius, I was a little in love with you. Dies. Marius kisses her forehead. Rising. The letter. Reads. My beloved. Alas, my father wishes to start immediately. We shall be to-night in the Rue de la Marmée, number seven. In a week we shall be in England. Cosette, June 4th. Kisses letter. Tears leaf from pocket-book and writes. Our marriage was impossible. I have asked my grandfather. He has refused. I am without fortune, and you also. I ran to your house, and did not find you. You know the promise that I gave you. I keep it. I die. I love you. When you read this, my soul will be near you, and will smile upon you. Addresses letter. Will you do something for me? Anything. Take this letter where directed. Oh, well. But in that time they will take the barricade, and I shall be here. The barricade will not be attacked for some hours. Well, it is not far, and I shall get back in time. Exit. Writing. My name is Marius Pontmercy. Carry my corpse to my grandfather's, Monsieur Gillenormand, Rue de Fils du Caver, number six, in the Marais. Places in pocket. Enter Enjolras and insurgents. We must not all stay. Long live death. Let us all stay. Why all? All. All. Why sacrifice all? Because nobody wants to go away. Besides, to go away is easily said, but the barricade is hemmed in. Showing four uniforms of National Guard. With these uniforms you can mingle with the ranks and escape. Here are enough for four. There are some of you who have families, mothers, sisters, wives, children. Let them leave. Married men and supporters of families, come forward. I order it. I beseech you. Five step forward. There are five. One must stay. Monsieur Marius, decide yourself which. Enter Jean Valjean and throws down hat and coat of National Guard. Who is this man? I know him. Citizen, you are welcome. You know that we are going to die. Exit the five insurgents with uniforms. Distant firing. To Javert. Do you need anything? 
when shall you kill me wait we need all our cartridges at present charge from without fire all fire excepting jean valjean soldiers retreat cannon fires enter gavroche tumbling over barricade present what did you come here for hold on what did you come for who told you to come back i carried the letter to the house where i met an old man with white hair who took it he said he would give it to mademoiselle he must have been the porter heads down and keep close to the wall we must charge when the drum beats rush for the barricade lays pistol near javert i won't forget you the last man to leave will blow out the spy's brains you are the commander yes i ask a favor what to blow out that man's brains myself that is appropriate no objection take the spy come on all outside farewell till immediately drums firing exeunt charging excepting jean valjean and javert with pistol javert it is i take your revenge jean valjean draws knife you are right that suits you better cutting ropes you are free fires into the air i don't expect to leave this place still if by chance i should i live under the name of fauchelevent in the rue de l'homme arme number seven take care go you said fauchelevent rue de l'homme arme number seven firing outside number seven starts and turns you annoy me kill me rather go away exit javert slowly enter marius staggering oh my shoulder it is broken faints but where's the man who wrote to cosette the letter i intercepted in the hands of the boy he wrote he was going away freely and of his own accord no doubt he is now dead for but few escape from the barricade if not dead he will be captured and executed for the part he has taken dead or to die i have only to let things take their course discovers marius who is this he is severely wounded and i fear will die what shall i do a bird alone can extract himself from this place and this wounded man looks about oh the sewer that is it raises marius exeunt down trap scene two bank of seine arched mouth of sewer with grating enter thenardier looks back opens grating with key exit into sewer enter javert looks about and shakes grating this is fine a government key well 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 the mouse is in his hole the cat must watch exit jean valjean covered with dirt appears inside grating with marius in his arms shakes grating thenardier steps behind him go halves how are you going to manage to get out impossible to pick the lock still you must get away from here that is true well go halves what do you mean you have killed the man very well for my part i have the key you must be a friend if i open the door will you give me half yes thenardier unlocks grating both come forward jean valjean lays marius on stage here i'll give you this rope to boot a rope for what 
you want a stone too a stone what for fool as you are going to throw the body into the river you want a rope and stone how much money did you get from him jean valjean hands a few coins you didn't kill him very dear thenardier stoops and examines marius's pockets cuts a piece from his coat this is killing people too cheap exit through grating which he locks enter javert who are you i what you jean valjean inspector javert you've got me besides since this morning i have considered myself your prisoner take me only grant me one thing what are you doing here and who is this man it is precisely of him i wish to speak dispose of me as you please but first carry him home i only ask that of you this man was in the barricade they call him marius he is wounded he is dead no not yet you have brought him then from the barricade here here is his address which was in his pocket javert whistles enter two gendarmes take this man in a carriage here is his address exit gendarme with marius come exeunt scene three rue de l'homme jean valjean's house enter jean valjean and javert and go to door this then is your house yes very well go up and i will wait for you here exit jean valjean at door i see before me two roads both equally straight i have before known but one straight line one excludes the other which is the true one to owe my life to a malefactor to accept that debt and to pay it to be in in spite of myself on a level with a fugitive from justice to allow him to say go away and to say to him in return be free give up jean valjean that is wrong leave jean valjean free that is wrong in both cases dishonor to me a galley slave sacred a convict not to be taken by justice and that by my act this is terrible what is this terrible thing penetrating my soul admiration for a convict respect for a galley slave cannot be possible a beneficent malefactor a compassionate convict kind helpful clement returning good for evil returning pardon for hatred loving pity rather than vengeance preferring to destroy himself rather than destroy his enemy saving him who has stricken him kneeling upon the height of virtue nearer the angels than men i must acknowledge that this monster exists yes a convict is my benefactor oh how base i am a horror to myself this is not endurable i cannot live thus takes out paper and writes i beg monsieur the prefect to glance at this there should be on important occasions two officers at least who do not lose sight of each other so that if for any cause whatever one officer become weak in the service the other watches him and supplies his place javert inspector of the first class exit hastily 
Enter Jean Valjean at door. Looking. He has gone. Exit at door. Scene four. Room at Grandfather Gillenormand. Marius, Gillenormand, and Mademoiselle Gillenormand discovered. Marius in chair. Father. What? I will see Cosette today. Just think, I am almost well. Yes. Enter servant. Monsieur Fauchevelon and the young lady. Show them in at once. Yes, quick about it. Exit servant. Enter Jean Valjean and Cosette. Jean Valjean has a package like a book under his arm. Shakes hands with all. Marius and Cosette kiss. Blowing nose and looking at Cosette. <laughs> Adorable. Jean Valjean and Cosette talk to Marius. Does this gentleman always have books under his arm like that? Well, he is a scholar. Monsieur Fachelevant, I have the honor of asking of you, for my grandson, Monsieur the Baron Marius Pontmercy, the hand of Mademoiselle. Jean Valjean bows. It is done. You have permission to adore each other. To Marius. It is horrible to have gone to fight in the battle. How naughty it was of you. What have I done to you? I pardon you, but you won't do it again. Your shoulder, that was terrible. Angel. Why don't you talk aloud, the rest of you? Make a noise, somebody. Come, a little uproar, the devil, so that these children can chatter at their ease. Make love, don't be disturbed. Behold the happiness of others, how pretty she is. You are going to have her all alone to yourself, you rascal. She is exquisite, the darling. She was born a marchioness. Love one another and be foolish about it. Only, what a misfortune. More than half of what I have is an annuity as long as I live. But after my death, twenty years from now, my poor children, you won't have a sou. Mademoiselle Ephraise Fauchelevent has six hundred thousand francs. How is Mademoiselle Euphorese in question? That is me. Jean Valjean opens package and shows money. That is good luck. This devil of a Marius has found you a gazette millionaire on the tree of dreams. And trust the love-making of young folks nowadays. Students find studentesses with six hundred thousand francs? My Marius is troubled because he cannot find two men. Who are they? I owe gratitude on several sides, some on my father's account, and some on my own. What do you mean? His name is Thenardier. He may be a scoundrel, but he saved my father's life. He is a bandit to everyone but me. And, just think, I was picked up by the police officer on the bank of the scene. Somebody had carried me from the quarter of the markets to the Champs-Élysées. And how? By the sewer, unparalleled devotion. Somebody? Who? That is the man I want. Think what this man did, and he could expect no recompense. What was I? An insurgent. Who was I? A vanquished man. Oh, if Cosette's six hundred thousand francs were mine. They are yours. Well, I would give them to find this man. This is not love. Come, we must arrange the time for the marriage. It mustn't be many hours off. Let us go out on the veranda. Here, you. Enter servants. Take out the chairs. Love is the thing now. Exeunt. Servants take chairs. Scene 5. Jean Valjean's apartment. 
bed, table, and chairs. Jean Valjean discovered with left arm in a sling. Valise on bed, and Jean Valjean looking over black suit Cosette wore in Act Two. Cosette has Marius. Marius possesses Cosette. They have everything, even riches. Should I impose myself upon this happiness? Should I treat it as belonging to me? Cosette is another's. Should I introduce myself quietly into Cosette's house as having a right, and take my seat veiled at their luminous hearth, and take the hands of those two innocent beings into my two tragic hands? Should I place upon the peaceful androns of the Gillenormand parlour my feet, which drag after them the infamous shadow of the law? Cosette is the raft of this shipwreck. What am I to do? Cling on, or let go my hold. Cosette is no longer mine. She is another's. Enter Marius. Father, how glad I am to see you, if you knew how we missed you at our marriage. How is your hand? Better, is it not? We have both talked much about you. Cosette loves you so much. Oh, you will have a bone to pick with Cosette. She intends to leave us all by the nose, I warn you. You have seen your room. It is close to ours. It looks upon the garden. Come now, you breakfast with us today. Monsieur, I have one thing to tell you. I am an old convict. Unties his arm. There is nothing the matter with my hand. There has never been anything the matter with it. It was best that I should be absent from your marriage. What does this mean? It means that I have been in the galleys. You drive me mad. Monsieur Pontmercy, I was nineteen years in the galleys for robbery. For a second offence, at this hour, I am in breach of ban. Tell all, tell all. You are Cosette's father? You will believe me. I, Cosette's father, before God, no. Monsieur Baron Pontmercy, I am a peasant and earn my living by pruning trees. My name is not Fauchelevent. My name is Jean Valjean. I am nothing to Cosette. Compose yourself. Who proves it to me? I, since I say so. I believe you. But why do you tell me all this? From what motive? From what motive, indeed? Does this convict come and say, I am a convict? The motive is strong. It is from honour. Yes, my misfortune is a cord which I have here in my heart, and which holds me fast. I have tried to break this cord. I have pulled upon it. It held firmly. I was tearing out my heart. Well, yes, I am a fool. You offer me a room in the house. We shall live together, eat in common. I will give my arm to Cosette, to Madame Pontmercy. We will live in one family. One family. No. I am of no family. I am not of yours. I am not of the family of men. As long as it was for her, I could lie. But now it would be for myself. This is why I confess all to you this morning. So I have taken my story and brought it to you. It was not an easy resolution to form. All night I have struggled with myself. Fauchelevent, to live. Once I stole a loaf of bread. Today, to live, I will not steal a name. To live? You have no need of that name to live. 
You have noticed my walk. I drag one leg a little. You understand why now, monsieur? Picture to yourself. I remain, monsieur Fauchelevent. I have taken my place in your house. Suddenly, you hear Jean Valjean. You see that appalling hand, the police, spring out of the shadow and tear off my mask. My grandfather has friends. I will procure your pardon. Useless. They think me dead. That is enough. I need no pardon, but of one. That is my conscience. Enter Cosette. I wager you are talking politics. How stupid that is, instead of being with me. Cosette. I caught you in the very act. I heard my father say, conscience. You are mistaken, Cosette. We are talking business. It is not all that. I am coming. Do you want me here? Oh, how happy I am. Sitting in chair. There. I am going to stay. I shall be very good. We are talking business. It will tire you. It will not tire me. No, because it is you. My darling. Impossible. Impossible? Yes. I pray you, my darling Marius. Let me stay here with you two. We must be alone. Well, am I anybody? Father, you are doing nothing, instead of taking my part. I want you to come and kiss me. You see, I am unfortunate in my domestic affairs. Come, kiss me this instant. Jean Valjean goes to her. Father, you are pale. Does your arm hurt you? It is well. Have you slept badly? No. Are you sad? No. Kiss me. Jean Valjean kisses her forehead. Now defend me against my husband. Cosette. Get angry, father. Tell him I must stay. I love you. I adore you. Rushes to his arms. Now I shall stay. What? No, we have something to finish. I am very angry. Exit. Poor Cosette. When she knows. Cosette. Oh, yes, it is true. You will have to tell this to Cosette. Stop, monsieur. I beseech you. I entreat you do not tell her. She doesn't know what it is. It would appall her. A convict. Why, you would have to explain to her. To tell her it is a man who has been in the galleys. Sinks into chair. Be calm. I will keep your secret to myself alone. It is nearly finished. There is one thing left. What? Now that you know, do you think, monsieur, you are the master, that I ought to see Cosette again? I think that would be best. I shall not see her again. But, monsieur, if you are willing, I will come and see her. I assure you that I desire it very much. You will come every evening, and Cosette will expect you. Goes. You are kind, monsieur. Exit Marius. Jean Valjean throws himself on bed. Closed in. Scene six. Gillenormand's hall. Enter Marius and Cosette. Dear Marius, I have just thought of something. What, my dear? Monsieur Jean did not come yesterday, and the day before he stayed only a few minutes. Well? Perhaps he will not come today. Enter servant. A letter for Monsieur. Hands letter. Cosette, a man wishes to see me. Yes, I understand. Don't let him keep you long. Exit. Show him in. Exit servant. What does this mean? Reads. Monsieur Baron, if the Supreme Being had given me the talent for it, I should have been Baron Tenard. I am in possession of a secret concerning an individual. This individual concerns you. I hold the secret at your disposition. I will give you the simple means of driving from your honorable family this individual, who has no right in it, Madame the Baroness being of high birth. 
I attend in the antechamber the orders of Monsieur the Baron. With respect, Tenard. Enter Tenardier, disguised. What do you want? It seems impossible that I have not already had the honour of seeing Monsieur the Baron in society. I really think that I met him privately some years ago at Madame the Princess Bagration's. I don't know Madame Bagration. I have never set foot in her house. Then it must have been at Chateaubriand's that I have seen Monsieur. I have never had the honour of receiving at Monsieur de Chateaubriand's. Come to the point. What is it you wish? Monsieur Baron deigned to listen to me. There is, in America, in a region which is near Panama, a village where people go. Why? Because that country is wonderful. Gold is found there. I would like to go. The voyage is long and dear. I must have a little money. How does this concern me? Then Monsieur the Baron has not read my letter? Explain. Certainly, Monsieur Baron. I will explain. I have a secret to sell you. A secret? A secret. Which concerns me? Somewhat. What is the secret? I commence gratis. You will see that I am interesting. Go on. Monsieur Baron, you have in your house a robber, an assassin. In my house? No. Assassin and robber. Observe, Monsieur Baron, that I do not speak here of acts old, bygone and withered. I speak of recent acts, present acts, acts yet unknown to justice. I will proceed. This man has glided into your confidence and almost into your family, under a false name. I am going to tell you his true name, and to tell it to you for nothing. I am listening. His name is Jean Valjean. I know it. You know it, since I had the honour of telling you. No, I knew it before. I don't permit myself to contradict Monsieur the Baron. Now, what I have to acquaint you with is known to myself alone. It concerns the future of Madame the Baroness. It is an extraordinary secret. It is for sale. I offer it to you first. Cheap. Twenty thousand francs. I know that secret as well as the other. Monsieur Baron, say ten thousand francs, and I will go on. I repeat that you have nothing to acquaint me with. I know what you wish to tell me. Since I must dine today, it is an extraordinary secret, I tell you, Monsieur Baron. I'm going to speak. I will speak. Give me twenty francs. I know your extraordinary secret, as I know Jean Valjean's name, just as I know your name. My name? Yes. That is not difficult, Monsieur Baron. I have had the honour of writing it to you and telling it to you. Tenard. Dier. Eh? Tenardier. Who is that? You are also the working man, Jondrette, the comedian, Fabantou, the poet, Jean Flo. The Spaniard, Don Alvarez, and the woman, Balazar. The woman what? And you have kept a chop-house at Montfermeil. A chop-house? Never. And I tell you that you are Tenardier. I deny it. And that you are a scoundrel. Here. Thrusts banknotes in his face. Thanks. Pardon. Five hundred francs, Monsieur Baron. Well, so be it. Let us make ourselves comfortable. Removes disguise. Monsieur the Baron is infallible. I am Thenardier. Thenardier, I have told you your name. Now your secret, that you are come to make known to me. Do you want me to tell you that? I too have my means of information. You will see that I know more about it than you do. Jean Valjean, as you have said, is an assassin and a robber. A robber because he robbed a rich manufacturer, 
Monsieur Madeleine, an assassin because he assassinated the police officer Javert. I don't understand, Monsieur Baron. I will make myself understood. There was, in 1822, a man who had some difficulty with justice, and who, under the name of Madeleine, had reformed and re-established himself. He had become an upright man. He opened schools, visited the sick, and adopted orphans. A liberated convict knew the secret of a penalty once incurred by this man, and had him arrested, and took advantage of the arrest to come to Paris, and to draw from the banker Lafitte, I have the fact from the cashier himself, by means of a false signature, a sum of more than half a million, which belonged to Monsieur Madeleine. The convict who did this is Jean Valjean. As to the other act, you have just as little to tell me. Jean Valjean killed the officer, Javert. He killed him with a pistol. Monsieur Baron, you are on the wrong track. What? Do you deny that? These are facts. They are chimeras. I do not like to see people accused unjustly. Monsieur Baron, Jean Valjean never robbed Monsieur Madeleine and Jean Valjean never killed Javert. You speak strangely. How is that? For two reasons. What are they? Tell me. The first is this. He did not rob Monsieur Madeleine, since it is Jean Valjean himself who was Monsieur Madeleine. What is it that you are telling me? And the second is this. He did not assassinate Javert, since Javert himself killed Javert. What do you mean? That Javert committed suicide. Prove it! Prove it! The police officer Javert was found drowned under a boat by the Pont au Change. But prove it now. Producing papers. I have my documents. Monsieur Baron, in your interest, I want to find out Jean Valjean to the bottom. I say that Jean Valjean and Monsieur Madeleine are the same man, and I say that Javert had no other assassin than Javert. And when I speak, I have proofs. Not manuscript proofs, but papers in print. Unfolds papers. Two facts, two proofs. Copy of De Pau Blanc, July 25th, 1823. Reading. An old convict named Jean Valjean has recently been brought before the Varassais, under circumstances calculated to attract attention. This villain had succeeded in eluding the police by changing his name, and had even been appointed mayor in a small town in the north. He had established a considerable business, but was at length unmasked and arrested. This wretch, who is endowed with Herculean strength, managed to escape. But three or four days afterwards the police retook him in Paris. In this interval of three or four days he withdrew a considerable sum deposited by him with one of our bankers, six or seven hundred thousand francs, which he has concealed in some place known to himself alone. The criminal made no defence, and, being found guilty of robbery, was sentenced to death. But the sentence was commuted to hard labour for life. He has been sent to the galleys at Toulon. The Monteur of June 15, 1832. The police officer Javert was found drowned under a boat by the Pont au Change. It appears, from a report made by Javert to a prefect, that, taken prisoner in the barricade, he had owed his life to the magnanimity of an insurgent who, though he had him at the muzzle of a pistol, instead of blowing out his brains, had fired into the air. True. True. This unhappy man is a wonderful man. All that fortune was really his own. He is Madeleine. He is Jean Valjean. He is a hero. He is a saint. He is not a saint, and he is not a hero. He is an assassin and a robber. Let us be calm. Again? Still, Jean Valjean did not rob Madeleine, but he is a robber. He did not kill Javert, but he is a murderer. Will you speak of that petty theft of forty years ago? I said assassin and robber, Monsieur Baron. 
On June the 6th the man was in the great sewers of Paris. Marius, very attentive. The man was compelled to conceal himself for reasons foreign to politics. He had taken the sewer for his dwelling and had a key. The man heard a noise and hid and watched. He saw a man walking with something on his back and he walked bent over. The man who walked bent over was a convict and what he was carrying was a corpse, an assassination. As for the robbery, it follows, of course. Nobody kills a man for nothing. He was going to throw the corpse into the river. He had come some distance and had been compelled to pass through a horrible quagmire in which, it would seem, he might have left the corpse. He preferred to go through the quagmire with his load, and his efforts must have been terrible. It is impossible to put one's life in greater peril. I do not understand how he came out of it alive. Marius agitated. The convict said to the man, You see what I have on my back. I must get out. You have the key, give it to me. The convict was a man of strength, there was no refusing him. While they were talking, the man tore off a piece of the assassinated man's coat, a piece of evidence which he put into his pocket. You understand now. He who was carrying the corpse was Jean Valjean, and he who had the key is now speaking to you. And the piece of coat? Marius goes to closet. I have strong reason to believe the young man was an orphan and had an enormous sum of money. With a coat. The young man was myself, and there is the coat. Lays coat on floor, and fits piece taken from Thenardier. Springs up and pushes money in Thenardier's face. You are a wretch. You are a liar, a slanderer, a scoundrel. You came to accuse this man. You have justified him. You wanted to destroy him. You have succeeded only in glorifying him. You knave, you robber, leave this place. Waterloo protects you. Waterloo? You assassin! You saved the life of a colonel there. Of a general? Of a colonel. I would not give a farthing for a general. Get out of my sight, monster. Go to America. Get hung elsewhere. Monsieur Baron, eternal gratitude. Exit. Cosette! Cosette! Come quick! Let us not lose a moment. Exit. Scene 7. Jean Valjean's room, as in scene 5. Candles lighted in silver candlesticks on table. Jean Valjean in bed. Doctor seated near. Full plate on table and pitcher. Why, you did not leave anything, poor dear man. Yes, I have. The plate is all full. Look in the water pitcher. That is empty. That shows you have drank. It don't show that you have eaten. Well, suppose I have only been hungry for water. That is called thirst, and when people don't eat at the same time, it is called fever. I will eat tomorrow. I will tell the porter to watch and will call again soon. Keep quiet. And don't get up. Exit, shaking head. Gets up and leans on table. I must get up. Oh, Cosette, I will see you no more. You now belong to another. Oh, desolation, desolation. I am wanted no more at the Baron's. I see it. They had an armchair for me to sit in when I was there. When last I went, the chair was gone. I understand. I will go no more. Falls in chair. Knock. Come in. Enter Marius and Cosette. Cosette falls on Jean Valjean's neck. Father? Cosette! She! You, madame, is it you? Oh, my God! Marius on other side. Father! And you, too. You forgive me. Thanks. 
throws bonnet and shawl on bed. They are in my way. Sits on Jean Valjean's knee. How foolish we are. I thought I should never see her again. Was not I silly? The angel comes and I see my Cosette again. And I see my darling Cosette again. Oh, I was very miserable. I really need to see Cosette a little while from time to time. Still, I felt plainly that I was in the way. Monsieur Pomessi, let me call her Cosette. It will not be very long. How naughty to have left us in this way. Where have you been? Why were you away so long? Oh, the naughty father. He has been sick. And we did not know it. Here, Marius, feel his hand. How cold it is. You forgive me, Monsieur Pomessi? Cosette, do you hear? This is the way with him. He begs my pardon. And do you know what he has done for me, Cosette? He has saved my life. He has done more. He has given you to me. And after this, what did he do for himself? He sacrificed himself. There is the man. And to me, the ungrateful, to me, the forgetful, to me, the pitiless, to me, the guilty, he says, thanks. That barricade, that sewer, he went through everything for me, for you, Cosette. He bore me through death, which he put aside for me, and which he accepted for himself. All courage, all virtue, all heroism, he was all, Cosette. That man is an angel. Hush, hush. Why tell all that? But you, why have you not told it? It is your fault, too. You save people's lives, and you hide it from them. I told you the truth. No, the truth is the whole truth. You were Monsieur Madeleine. Why not have said so? You saved Javert. Why not have said so? I owe my life to you. Why not have said so? Because I thought as you did. I felt that you were right. It was necessary that I should go away. If you had known the affair of the sewer, you would have made me stay with you. I should then have had to keep silent. If I had spoken, it would have embarrassed all. Embarrass what? Embarrass whom? Do you suppose you are going to stay here? We are going to carry you back. You are a part of us. Do not imagine you will be here tomorrow. Tomorrow? I shall not be here. But I shall not be at your house. What do you mean? You belong to us. We will not let you go. This time it is for good. We have a carriage below. I am going to carry you off, and, if necessary, I shall use force. You are coming with us. How glad Grandfather will be. How happy we will be. The proof that God is good is that she is here. Father! It is very true that it would be charming to live together. I would walk with Cosette. I would have her pick my roses. It would be charming. Only, it is a pity. Cosette springs up. My God, your hands are cold yet. Are you sick? Are you suffering? No, I am very well. Only... Only what? I shall die in a few minutes. Die? Yes, but that is nothing. Cosette, you were speaking to me. Go on. Speak again. Let me hear your voice. Father, you are going to live. I will have you live. Do you hear? Oh, yes. Forbid me to die. Who knows? I shall obey, perhaps. You are full of strength and life. Do you think people die like that? We will take you back. Both of us will have but one thought hereafter. Your happiness. 
You see, Marius says you will not die. Enter doctor. Doctor, here are my children. Monsieur. Doctor feels pulse. To Cosette. Ah, it was you he needed. To Marius. Too late. It is nothing to die. It is frightful not to live. Father, do not leave us. Is it possible that we have found you again only to lose you? Jean Valjean draws Cosette to him. He is reviving. Doctor, he is reviving. You are both kind. I will tell you what has given me pain, Monsieur Pontmercy. You have been unwilling to touch that money. That money really belongs to your wife. Have no fear. The six hundred thousand francs are really Cosette's. It came from the glasswork. We rivaled what is called Berlin jewellery. Indeed, the German black glass cannot compare with it. Do you want a priest? I have one. Points up, raises and looks at candles. Come close. Come close, both of you. I love you dearly. Oh, it is so good to die so. My children, I do not see very clearly now. Think of me a little. I do not know what is the matter with me. I see a light. Come near. Marius and Cosette kneel on either side. Let me put my hands upon your dear beloved heads. The shadow of the law can follow me no further. Places his hands on their heads. His hands fall, and he sinks back in the chair, and dies. Curtain End of Act Five End of Jean Valjean, or The Shadow of the Law A dramatization of Victor Hugo's Les Miserables in Five Acts By H. C. Fulton